0: Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody.
1: I think I can clearly say that we are definitely living in the twilight zone of professional wrestling. Fucking William Regal's gone, Samoa Joe's gone, Brock Lesnar's your WWE champion. Fucking, I don't even know what the hell is going on. Serenity now, insanity later. Welcome Serenity back. Now. <laughs> Welcome back to Sons of Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the one hundred dollar man, Thomas Leacy, joined with the most handsome dad on the phone, Mister Alex Drayton, calling all the way from ha- uh, Howell because we both live in the same town. You um, guys are Alex. What's going on?
0: Hey, Tom. Another week, another release. <laughs> I feel like this
1: is getting very old. Very this, sad. this, this is getting very old, very ridiculous, very quickly. Okay, um, so much has happened since Saturday in the infamous Day One pay per view, which really wasn't that much of a new day—no pun intended. Actually, it was kind of a new day for the WWE, but some of the same characters, and we'll get to that a little bit later on the show, but. You know, right. it's it's hard not to open up the show and say, "Hey, guess the who got your re-
0: live event, excuse you." Yeah. The live event.
1: <laughs> it, it's hard to not open the show and say, "Hey, guess who got released this week." So, I mean, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I've
0: It can become a segment on the show at this point. It
1: has been. It has been. Yeah. Um we should really have a segment called where will they where will they land next because Everybody is getting released The old guard of NXT I think has officially ended Not just with the release of different superstars Slash management But Tommaso Ciampa dropping the belt To Braun Breaker on New Year's Evil The legacy of the Black and gold brand has been Washed away like a fucking high Tide in the middle of July in Belmar There goes
0: your sandcastle Yep
1: the sandcastle that was built by Triple H years ago, which brought so many wrestling fans into the art and sport of professional wrestling, which brought so many fans into the eyes of NXT, into that huge machine that they kept cranking out great superstars, great wrestling matches, great feuds in such a close yet hostile setting, week in and week out, whether it be from. The WWE Network in its early days to fucking USA Network to one hour shows, now the two hour shows. It was com- on sci fi. It was it on sci fi. Weekly
0: show on sci fi, yep.
1: The, 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 the legacy that was built by Triple H has crumbled in the hands of Vince McMahon, ladies and gentlemen. NXT is not like what it used to be and it never will be again. The old guard has died officially.
0: I mean. You know, with that beautiful eulogy that you just gave uh, the black and gold brand, you know, unfortunately, I I think the next domino that's going to fall is Tommaso Ciampa and, you know, whoever else old is still left there, which is not a lot now, as we know.
1: Not a lot now. I mean, just look at the names that got released recently. Timothy Thatcher, gone. Uh, Lorcan and Birch gone. Uh, William Regal, for some reason, now William Regal played a pivotal yeah, played such a pivotal role as a GM or commissioner, whatever you want to call he him.
0: Is, I think he'll go down as the general manager, the general manager of all time for any wrestling promotion, I would have to say. And yeah. you know, there there's some other. You know, people, I guess, you can put in that category. But he's like one, two, and three.
1: I mean, it's pretty hard because you have Fantasy Booker 101, Teddy Long, which is very interesting. But... <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, tag, tag, tag Team uh, Booker slash Undertaker Booker, Teddy Ta-
1: Long? Or... Tag Team Teddy. Tag um, Team Teddy. Ooh, good one. That sounds a little risque, but who gives a shit? Um, tag Team Teddy Long and William Regal. But I mean, you know, just to talk about William Regal. Listen, the guy had his ups and downs in his career. Former drug addict, he had problems. He got them fixed. Um, Vince McMahon, or he owed a lot to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon got him out of the cellar. Um, he wasn't really doing that well for himself, and he's talked about it many of times. You can go on YouTube and type in yep. interviews with William Regal, and he'll he will he'll admittedly, yeah, he will admittedly go into depth about how low he was before the WWE signed him and how desperate he was just to stay in the sport that he loved while he was living in England. And then he gets brought into NXT, which is such a young brand, and you find out that Triple H is behind it, and then you're thinking to yourself, wow, can can this cerebral assassin really bring quality wrestling? Because remember, everybody has their opinions of Triple H. He wasn't one of my favorites, okay? He never was... I didn't like him that much, and even when he was in DX, I always thought he was the backup guy to Shawn Michaels. He got he got handed DX when Shawn Michaels left at the drop in the belt the Stone Cold at WrestleMania, right? Road Dogg and all those guys join him. I kind of feel like that Triple H, in my opinion, not again, not one of my favorites. He marries the boss's daughter; the rest of his life is set, or that's what you think. Right
0: now, um, I think he's more of you know. Nowadays, wrestling fans who've grown up in different eras than we have, you know, and I mean, you know, the John Cena's uh, of the world, you know, the mid 2000s, late 2000s era kids who've grown up now only know Triple H in his, in his later years of performing. And, you know, obviously he's, he wrestled not too long ago, but, you know, a lot of us know him now as more of a backstage guy and the success that he's had with this brand that he put on his back along with everybody else from DX and a lot of the other Attitude Era guys who have come and gone. Absolutely. Um, You know, he took care of that. And that's how we kind of view him as you might not like Triple H, the wrestler, but Triple H, the office man and, you know, corporate boss in a sense is second
1: to none. I like Triple it's H a what, thousand times better same. in a suit okay, than in a, than in trunks. Because if even take take away the NXT, right? Him in a suit, right? With the with the um with uh, yep with, with evolution with, with with no well not even with evolution. But remember oh, when the, when he yeah. was in the front office guy, he the had authority. He, Correct. Yeah, the authority. He had feuds with Seth Rollins, feuds with CM Punk feuds with Batista, feuds with The Undertaker, feuds with almost everybody, right? If you aligned yourself with Triple H or if you were going into a feud with Triple H while he was wearing that fucking suit, you guaranteed yourself uh, um, over. a 25-minute match at WrestleMania. Win, yep. Yeah. Kurt Angle, look at that. Look what he did with Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. They put the longest match on at WrestleMania. He was in a fucking suit before that. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, he's still running NXT. So it's like, anywhere you put it, Triple H, 10 times better businessman, in my opinion, than a wrestler. Yeah, you know, I may get a lot of slack for that because, you know, Triple H carried the era of wrestling, I guess, after Stone Cold and The Rock or whatever. But you know what? I mean, if you really think about it, Who else was in that category? I mean, at that time, they split both belts up. So, I mean, you had guys like The Undertaker staying on SmackDown, and then you had Triple H on Raw, but who else was there except Triple H? You had a young Randy Orton who was only 23. You had a Batista who was young. You had Brock Lesnar, okay, but I feel like he was more in SmackDown. And besides Triple H, there really wasn't that much competition at that time. Honestly, there really wasn't. So, I mean, for me to sit here and say that Triple H is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, I really can't agree with you. You know what I mean? I think that he is a very um, right place, right time kind of guy. And he, in my opinion, is also kind of had his fair share of, um, you know, drama. I mean, look what he did with Booker T. Booker T should have won that match at WrestleMania 19. Everybody knows that. We all know that. You know, and
0: it was too, and uh, and he might have gone and said, you know, over over the years, he might have finally like admitted that too.
1: Yeah, he should have dropped the belt to Booker T, but his ego got in the way.
0: Simple Although as that. Booker T will tell you, oh no, you know, he'll still live that kayfabe.
1: That's because Booker T will do anything for the WWE. Because again, Booker T. I told
0: I, you know, I've gone on record in, in episodes past calling him an Uncle Tom.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to use those words, but I mean. You know, you know, okay. yeah, I'm not gonna say that, but I mean, Booker T had his fair share of, you know, some tough times in his life, that he owes a lot of his success to Vince McMahon. I mean, any yeah, anywhere I mean, you put it, wrong with that. yeah, there's nothing, all, there's nothing know? wrong with yeah. that at all. Yeah. Just like William Regal, William Regal had a great run as an NXT general manager. Triple H put him at the right place, right time. He was well liked by all all the wrestlers backstage. He had great promos with the wrestlers in the in the ring and he left a lot of memorable memorable moments and cliff hanging spots in that program where that's the kind of things that were missing from the regular WWE programming. It really was.
0: Did, and he also did regular wrestling and gave you great storytelling and whatever. However, he also portrayed you know a great he was a great heel and also he did great comedy acts. We all remember the oh, um, you know, he's like, you know, the first two people into the Kiss My Ass Club on two separate occasions. Um, but, you know, he also did that, too. And he did that very well. He didn't make a joke of himself or whatever. It just kind of fit into what he was
1: doing. Now, William so- Regal was, hilar- was a hilarious guy. Uh, again, like you said, the backstage segments with Crime Time in him, with oh. Dust in him, with Booker T in him. And, I mean, I think you can say that William Regal is probably one of the most underrated heels, I think, maybe since, like, the 2000s. Honestly, he's a very underrated heel. Um, He was former king of the ring, former Intercontinental champion, former European champion, um, former tag team champion. And he could have had a shot at the world title, in my opinion, but he just never got that final push that he needed. So that's why I would say that he's more underrated. But he because he
0: wasn't there, he wasn't their uh, stereotypical guy.
1: No, you know? no, he was. He
0: was always hovering there and always there to make somebody. You know, he great guy. Did yeah, he was, He his, did a job really well. Got everybody over, got himself over, and you know, rinse and repeat, do the same thing, and. He was. He played a great role. He knew his role, and he made everybody's life so much better.
1: It was tough, yeah, because it was tough for him because he wrestled most of the time in the in the WWE at a time where there were so many other superstars that were just bigger names than him. They were just just simple as that. I mean, you're not going to book William Regal to beat The Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Title, like okay, let's not. Let's not, you know, jump to that conclusion. Look, but yeah, I mean, you can. Yeah, but I mean, you you can book him to beat Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Belt, or you can book him to beat, you know, Eddie Guerrero using brass knuckles. You know what I mean, like something like that. But right. um, you know, it's such a shame because you you slowly saw NXT starting to crumble a little bit, especially after the big releases of of uh keith lee and bronson reed and you know all these other people that were just getting released left and right from nxt and you're saying this is a little interesting then the 2.0 comes into play then it's like okay we're gonna have a mix of old nxt and new nxt black and gold and the new brand and now slowly you really don't have that anymore like the pulse on the old nxt is kind of gone Think about it. Yeah. O'Reilly's gone. The old guard. Everybody from the old guard is gone, with the exception of who? I guess yeah. you can say with the exception of Walter, Chompa, L.A. Knight, uh, L.A. Knight, Dakota Kai.
0: Category, but I understand.
1: Cameron Grimes. Cameron um, you know, there's, there's yeah, not. Who else? You know, Dexter Loomis, Indy Hartwell. Um, I guess you can say Casey Catanzaro. I mean, there's not there's not yeah. many big names left. Obviously, is the biggest name, right? And who knows yeah. with him? I mean, he, he wrestled Braun Breaker. I think everybody knew the other night on New Year's Evil that he was going to lose that match. It, it, you know, it was just, it was typical WWE Vince McMahon booking where they made it so obvious that he was going to lose that track. match.
0: Um, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but the last person I would say left in that old
1: era, and this is definitely one of Triple H's lasting Oh, I know you're going to say. Guys, I, I forgot is to say. Pete it. Yeah, Pete Dunn. I forgot to say, beat Pete Pete
0: now- the guy who we, we thought he would have been NXT champion a long time ago, but here came the Undisputed Era and Adam Cole. So he always had to play second fiddle. To him and also Gargano and Champa, who were on the rise at the time. Now, but he's still there. So, other than Champa, he's the last one. But his youth is what will keep him around longer. Absolutely, and possible next champion and challenger. I would think for Bronson um, uh, Bron Breaker, not
1: Bron. Now, now did WCW call because this? <laughs> <laughs> Crow, crowbar on a pole match reminds me of judy bagwell on a forklift okay yeah. we do not need to have a crowbar hanging on a pole with pete dunn being involved and tony d'angelo i
0: mean like, they wanted to call it the uh the jimmy Hoffa and oil drum match <laughs> but i don't know if that went over or
1: not. no Whoever finds Jimmy Hoffa's body wins the match. You know, let's just do that while we're there, okay? Let's let's go to Giant Stadium, let's dig it up and let's find Jimmy Hoffa, okay? What 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 are we doing? Like honestly, why are we wasting like the, like the WWE Okay, New Year's Evil, Carmelo Hayes and Roderick Strong put a very good match on in my opinion. Yeah, buddy. That woman's match was probably the worst woman's match I've ever seen in NXT. I'm not I'm not lying. Okay. Um, that, I'm, I'm not arguing that please. that woman's match was absolutely diddly poo garbage. Okay. Garbage. Cora Jade has no reasoning to be in that match except to eat the pin. Raquel Gonzalez had to hold that match up by herself because Mandy Rose sucks that bad at wrestling.
0: Yeah, and even then, because of how slow it was,
1: it slowed Raquel down, who isn't the fastest worker. No! Who has her, you know, I have my gripes with her as well,
0: but she is the veteran, well, I guess Mandy Rose is technically, but well, i use the term loosely in that match. That's so a, it's just
1: it's That's just a very loose term to call it, Mandy but. Rose a veteran. None of it worked. No, no. Mandy Rose. The only reason why Mandy Rose is champion is because of the way she looks. Okay, let's just throw it out there for for Christ's sake, because it's true. I'm not saying. I'm I, think, at that I think I think everybody knows that. I mean, she is a beautiful woman. She has a lot of sex appeal, and that's why she's champion. Okay, Io Shirai can can wrestle circles around her. Raquel Gonzalez can wrestle circles around her. Yeah. I'm sure there's other women in that company that can wrestle circles around her, but Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai can. But again, Corva Jade had no reason to be in that match. The amount of botches. Okay, my father, my father was here for a couple days visiting. If my dad can call out spots about botches, then it's a really bad match. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like if my father can watch it and say, "Man, this match really sucks." Then it's really bad, okay? Because yeah. my dad, my dad watches wrestling with me, and he like he kind of likes a lot of stuff. But like, if my dad's calling it out, and even like Christine's calling it out, I'm like, wow, this is oh, really let's
0: boot, bad. if poop herself, you're really fucking
1: up. It's really bad. Like, I couldn't even watch that match because there were just so many different botches, and like Raquel Gonzalez. Okay, this is what I don't like about the WWE with strong women. Okay. Raquel Gonzalez did not even have a chance to show how strong she is in that match. Yeah, she had that spot where she lifted both of the women on her shoulders and, like, a fireman's carrier with it. But, like, besides that, her ability and talent just got washed away by how shitty of a wrestler Mandy Rose is. And they had to cover that up with her, with how she looks. Okay? That's it. Let's just throw it out there. Because it has to be... In, it has to be in 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 the front of everything because it's that obvious, okay?
0: I mean, of tr- of the trio, of Toxic Attraction, the better wrestler is Gigi Dolan.
1: Perhaps Gigi Dolan's the best wrestler, of all three of them, then JC yeah. and then Mandy Rose, in my opinion. Um, but I I mean that that I I wanted to vomit in my mouth after watching that yeah. match because it was I, really I that bad.
0: Could- Uh, Mandy Rose was doing better on the main roster than she was when she came back down to NXT. I think
1: Uh, it's tough because
0: character and having personality and and doing what she's doing on the microphone and her look that's working wrestling. I think she took a major step
1: backwards. No, I mean, the only thing I remember Mandy Rose for being on the main roster was slipping at WrestleMania on her ass with Dana Brooke. Okay. Uh... Now. What did you think of that six-man tag match? Because I felt very disappointed with how they had Walter perform in that match. Yeah,
0: very, uh, man, we're on the same page today because I was thinking the same thing. Today.
1: I was so excited to to watch Walter wrestle again. He's a
0: fe- he's a feature. I didn't feel I didn't feel a match like that was the right way to feature him. I didn't like so Imperium was riding this high and I know I've been ranting about these guys for the last few episodes because they're doing Lord's work over there in the tag division but um I didn't think it was their best showing and I think
1: it really the wasn't of
0: Walter here wasn't great as well as it, it took away from Imperium the the duo and what they've been doing over uh, the last few months. Not weeks.
1: Well, I, I'll tell you weeks. what they did. Okay, now, if I'm Triple H, I'm booking this match with Walter being a fucking monster. Okay, like but, normal. Like normal.
0: Which but, is the fans' expectation. Everybody in that building kind of. You see Walter. He's on. Uh, well, he's not undefeated, but you know, you don't expect him to lose.
1: You haven't and seen a Russell He had
0: his last match over in um, NXT UK, so he's coming over here full time.
1: Yeah. You haven't seen him wrestle in forever, and you know when Vince is booking or once Vince's boys is booking when they're making Matt Riddle look like a fucking god out there, okay? Riddle, if Riddle loses—okay, this makes—okay, I'll dial this up real quick. If Otis beats Riddle on Raw, you mean to tell me that he can go over on Walter? Yep. Come on. What is this?
0: The continuity is, is, is lacking.
1: Not the continuity, it's it I okay, it is the continuity, but let's just call it continuity. Let's just call it you know, d- decision making, who's selling the most shirts? Do I really need to put Otis over? You have a hidden gem. He's not even hidden. You have a gem hiding in pure daylight in Walter where his physical talent the every year when the WWE announces the greatest matches of the year, for the past three years, there's been a Walter match in the top three. Yep. Okay? I mean, the, the WWE voted that the Edge-Rollins match from Crown Jewel was the best match of the year. Don't get me wrong. That was a very good match, okay? But, I mean, off against Walter? Ridiculous. But yeah. the thing is, Vince McMahon, in my opinion, because this is true, he doesn't like English wrestlers or he doesn't like a lot of foreign wrestlers, right? think about that for a minute well, well
0: hey, there's a long lineage there
1: seriously when was the when was like the the last like real foreign champion for men
0: uh, well it, it's a little complicated the Japanese. Chap- how, how, how dominant are we talking about i mean you know you had sheamus was a wwe champion okay in 2015 when rollins got hurt
1: yeah um, you, I mean, you, you had, you had the Samoan Japanese guy Yokozuna from nineteen ninety three, but I mean, right. like, I don't know, I, I just don't think. I mean, obviously, Vince is looking at money signs because again, there's always rumblings of him selling the company. Now this week he may sell it to Fox. Last week it was, he might be selling it to Disney. Two weeks I mean, ago, technically,
0: Bret Hart is the biggest one to think of because he's not from the states. Yeah, could,
1: no. I mean, you. Know, Okay, I know. I know. You know what I mean. I yeah, but I mean, Vince. Vince is like the days of Vince McMahon looking at someone's wrestling ability has been out the window since I don't know Hulkamania was created, because back in 18, 1985, once the money came in for Hulk Hogan, it just didn't stop from there.
0: Well, that's when world and uh, wrestling entertainment.
1: Keep yeah, so now the whole entertainment factor is taken away from the wrestling. Now, if I say this, if I say, "Oh, you know," a lot of fans out there who Are going to say, "Oh, well, you know." Imagine Walter in AEW. You know what I mean? Like, we we can't use that reference all the time anymore because we always keep we keep, remember we said this last week. WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, AEW All Elite Wrestling. Entertainment and wrestling. Two different words which just define so much in the sport.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I just wish that... There's room for both words.
0: There is room for both words. But obviously the key here is wrestling. This is what brought us to the dance. It is. And And we like to be entertained. I mean, it's a combination of the two. Yeah. But it's not all about the entertainment.
1: It's funny that the two best wrestlers, in my opinion, in NXT are two guys that Triple H basically bread in nxt and pete yep. dunn and walter yep. and in and even chompa too throw chompa in there those those well, here, three here, names
0: and here's the thing what's been going on he have been clearing house and i'm afraid that they're gonna just not see anything that the same thing that triple h seen in every one of them that he handpicked well pete Dunne. And- pete <laughs> dunn signed a new
1: contract pete dunn's not going anywhere um, well,
0: hey, you know what? That don't mean shit nowadays. Well, it? I mean,
1: they got to break the contract. I mean, he did sign like a three year deal. Walter had a little release saying that he has his last match at NXT UK this week, and then right. he's coming to NXT 2.0 full time, I guess, starting next week. Got it. I mean, would I want to see Braun Breaker versus Walter? Yeah, I would, but I know Walter's not going to win. And
0: that's a shame. And I think and that's, that's a fucking
1: shame. Cause honestly, they're making Braun Breaker to be John Cena Jr. In my opinion,
0: I mean, kind of looks
1: like him. I mean, look, look. I mean, he, he is a good-looking guy. He has the look. He can talk on a microphone a little bit. You know, he has the lineage dating back to his father, and they brought that into daylight with clips after NXT aired off USA, and he of was there, USA, yeah. and he was there, and they showed Ciampa shaking his hand and saying something to him. And he got in the ring and hugged his son, who is now the NXT champion. So if you put this all on the list, if you have the look, if you have the and I'm size.
0: Okay. I'm okay with him being champion. I'm fine like, with uh, it, too. I'm, I'm
1: fine with, with it, too. In That's the ring, yeah. he, he, he did pretty well against Champa. That bulldog spot was good. Um, he showed off his size, his speed. He showed off the things that makes him different a little bit. Um,. This may sound really weird, and I don't know why I'm thinking about this. I didn't like what he was wearing because he didn't fill out the outfit enough. Does that make sense to you? Uh,
0: Sure. In the crotch region, you can always put a sock
1: down. No, I'm talking about like the upper body. <laughs> like It looked like it was too big for him.
0: But, like It needed to be a little bit tighter. Tighter. And up yeah, you yeah.
1: know what I mean? Like I kind of felt like he looked bigger when he debuted against LA Knight in the first NXT 2.0 compared to now yeah. against Ciampa. Yep. So, he makes Chomp a tap with the Steiner recliner, okay? I like that idea because it's bringing in the last name, bringing in the legacy, something that we can just put back on the list of things that McMahon sees in champions. Mm -hmm. Okay? So now, what does this mean for the future of NXT? This means that we have Braun Breaker as the brand new NXT world champion. We have Imperium, which I'm still very surprised that they're tag team champions because they were brought from Triple H. And you have Carmelo (laughs) Hayes. They've been there for a very long time. They've been there for a very long time. And now we have Carmelo Hayes as the North American champion. Okay? Now...
0: I love me some Carmelo,
1: man. Oh, yeah. Diamond Mine is going to crumble. Okay? Because um, I think Roderick Strong may be on his way out. In my opinion, he doesn't. There's nothing in that company that Roderick he, Strong can be in right now.
0: He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit this mold. That just, he so doesn't. This is another, like these people now stick out like sore thumbs. They
1: absolutely do. Uh,
0: the newness of, of the 2.0 and and all these wrestlers and the new style you're bringing, it doesn't fit the older model of wrestler that we have there still. So they stick out; they're like sore thumbs, and they just don't match.
1: They absolutely do Love
0: them, but they're either going to come up and get bastardized, or just get released outright.
1: I think that and, the I think that that they will get released outright because I don't I do not see the WWE saying, "Hey, let's bring up Roderick Strong." You know what I mean? I just don't think that that he is the kind of guy that the WWE he's not, he's not a um,
0: a by myself, kind of guy. He no,
1: needs a fa- no, no, he needs a he's a faction. When I mean, he the- there,
0: like, when he's in a group with people, he knows his role and he plays it well and he makes everybody else shine. He has moments here and there, but he's better in a collective of people.
1: I mean, I don't know the name of the guy who's in Diamond of Mind, but he got released the Japanese guy. He's gone. Oh, Hachi. Yeah, he's gone. So, oh, okay. So no, no, Di- no, 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 so no. Diamond Mine is now the Creed Brothers, that chick, and Roderick Strong.
0: I mean, Hachiman didn't do anything. He never wrestled.
1: No. He was just, like, the hype guy and, like, the yeah. and like the guy that, like, if you bumped into, you break your arm. He was, into, he he was the,
0: arm. the trainer because they would always show him, like, training and stuff.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really think that I can say this with 100% that NXT New Year's Evil was a swing and a miss because just just the people that were involved in these matches like like MSK M, the the entire 6 man tag MSK Walter Imperium they were all overshadowed by Matt Riddle okay the entire match was based around Riddle in my opinion okay
0: yeah i mean i, I kind of think that was the point and Walter got thrown in there. See, the thing is, there was no hype for Walter. We kind of knew that Riddle would get involved because of the um, the angle as the shaman, which apparently was supposed to be Jeff Hardy the whole time. And that's I, a
1: heard, whole. I heard about that, too.
0: Um. So Walter got thrown in there, kind of what seemed like last minute. But um, I just it, it didn't fit. It didn't fit at all. And I, I just I don't know. It. It wasn't. I wanted to see that match, but not in that capacity. Like I needed a little bit more behind it for in order for it to work. Yeah, absolutely. In theory on pa- this is one of those on paper versus in reality thing. On paper, it's a match and a half.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. On but paper, it it's great. A- yeah on on paper it's great, but in reality it sucked. Yep. Three. I mean, the best match of. New Year's Evil was, in my opinion, strong against Hayes. And then yeah, but... and then the NXT title, and then the six-man tag, and then the women's match. Now, I don't know what to do with AJ Styles. But, I mean, to, to put AJ Styles into NXT for at least one week and have him wrestle against Grayson Waller next week... Um,
0: um, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point, because I'll give you mine when, I'm done, when you're done. Uh, now, if... Uh
1: do you okay now now this is this is the this is like the devil's advocate in me thinking that I think that AJ Styles may not win next week
0: well I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that too this is a whole new thing new 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 new
1: are you going schmoz on this
0: Uh, if you go schmoz this will end up on the Royal Rumble
1: I don't want to see Grayson Waller and AJ Styles wrestle at the Royal Rumble.
0: It, it's a likelihood that that's where they're going.
1: I don't. I, I don't think that I don't it, think it, that it those. Comes, right? I don't. I don't think that um, Vince sees Waller like that.
0: I, well, I don't know who the hell sees who anymore.
1: I mean, right? I st- I still see AJ Styles who just signed a contract. I just I see AJ Styles being the guy who has a run left him. Left in him in the company, why? Why am I, I watching?
0: Believe that I just don't know. You know he, he. So here's my thing on this AJ South. I don't mind this feud or whatever they got going on. I don't mind it because I I, I kind of see that the bigger picture here is to get Waller over. Somebody sees that Waller is somebody that needs to be developed enough that he's getting the rub on Raw from a Raw superstar and a legend. You know, let's just go out there and say it. A legend.
1: He absolutely he took is. Took
0: out Gargano. That's a huge angle in and of itself. Now you got this thing with AJ Styles the following week. And now it's leading into a match. So this is going on almost a month, give
1: or mm-hmm. take. Um, and he so was on so a this Raw. Is
0: big. If, you're, if you're Grayson Waller, you're you're living life right now.
1: And he was on because Raw, too. AJ
0: Styles, yeah. Yeah, and you were on Raw. Uh, at, at a time where, you know, I didn't think they were going to make you see anybody from NXT 2.0 yet.
1: Yeah, you're so right. I mean, maybe this breaker. Is
0: intense. I, mean, I, I really do think that AJ Styles will kind of lose and, and like kind of put him over and then, you know, we could probably see this run back. So, again, he'll lose on NXT TV. Maybe they'll have a match on the Rumble and then AJ will get his win back 50-50 booking. And then it'll close that chapter, and then Waller will go on and do whatever with whomever next. So, you know, somebody else has to be built up as
1: another top star, and I think this is another way for them to do it. I uh, just, yeah, I just don't want to see AJ Styles take that pin, though. But I mean, I know AJ. I, I, don't, Styles. I don't either.
0: I'm tired of him losing because he lost on Monday.
1: Oh, he first of all, he didn't lose. He got fucking squashed. Yeah, okay? he got. Murdered. He got squashed. Okay, <laughs> he got he got like murdered. Like you know. You're 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 seven tickets in the hole, and you're only you're and you're on the line by yourself. Okay, like you got you yeah. got murdered. Um, so it's funny because each week here on Sunset Flip Radio, we always try to predict the future. and We always try to predict, um, you know what the next big pay per view, what are we gonna see, and all this stuff. And you know the 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 opening credits of this episode was a Twilight Zone because we are living in the Twilight Zone. When I, when I can say this, I can say that the Brock Lesnar is now your new WWE champion. But the fact that each week that we try to determine who's going to win the Royal Rumble, it started off with us talking about Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble. It started off talking to us with AJ Styles in the Rumble. And then we both kind of agree that Bobby Lash is going to win the Royal Rumble. But now, all of a sudden, Brock Lesnar's the champion and Bobby Lashley's wrestling Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble to possibly win the WWE championship. Yeah, this
0: is crazy. This like, is uh,
1: this no, is Twilight Zone. This is fucking I don't know how the hell to explain this, but the only thing that I can really say is it it's becoming unpredictable. And and I'm fine with that. I didn't think that okay, I mean Roman Reigns got COVID. That is beyond wrestling that's life that you can't do anything about that it's fine you put you put brock in that match that's fine you have him in the center of the match picture like the vignette you know how they show like who's in the match Yeah. he's the center overshadowing everybody else in that match when I saw him in the middle of that graphic, I said to myself, they're going to put the fucking belt on Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And and they did. Brock Lesnar beat it was an Biggie. Eight minute ma- it was what?
0: An 8-minute match, I
1: think. I think it was 11 minutes. Oh, 11, okay. Yeah, it was an 11-minute match. With, big look, with
0: <laughs>
1: uh, now, if Brock Lesnar wasn't in that match, that match would have gone 25 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Because still
0: that long without Brock, what do you do? Well, we all know what you do. You get rid of the big guy, have him sit outside and lay somewhere. Yeah,
1: before he gets gassed,
0: he come in, go on a run, and win the belt. That's
1: it. Yeah, he got he gets gassed after four minutes. It turns as bright as a fucking apple. Okay, he gets yeah. he gets gassed but they they did the unthinkable where they this see this reminds me of when Brock beat Roman in New Orleans at WrestleMania remember at that time Brock I was going to go back yeah. to UFC not sign the contract Correct. they threw that swerve
0: he signed the contract leading up into that day so the buzz around New Orleans that day um and you can hear it when you know I'm in a group of crowd and walk in and just everybody's talking about it is like nobody knows what's going on with Brock. You know, the one thing they do very well is anything with Brock Lesnar is always very mum. Oh yeah. Up somewhere unannounced or whatever, it's it's very quiet. It's very hush hush. Everybody else, you know, it it's spoiled way before. Um, but that but all the Brock Lesnar stuff has been very like well kept. I think that's something that they really put their eggs in that basket for is to make sure that anything with him is the legit surprise.
1: I think that yeah I,
0: winning everybody knew it. Oh that yeah. started. The uh, here's what happened. For anybody who wasn't there, you know, they always announce they, they do a video clip and they show you who's coming up next so you know. Every time Roman was on the screen, he was booed because they knew what was the main event. They knew Brock was uh, – I'm using air quotes, which nobody can see – was leaving because we knew he was uh, UFC-bound. And we knew what the result was going to be. We had that terrible match right before of the fucking Braun Strowman and Nicholas. That was right before that. So that put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. It's getting later at night now, so we're all kind of tired. Um, and for that match to get that swerve, that swerve was, it, it made Brock a baby face in a sense, because everybody was so happy. It wasn't a A lot and of, sw- know, a
1: like lot of swerves happen with Brock. Yeah. A lot do. I mean, look at Seth Rollins cashing in. He cashed it on Brock. Huge swerve. The match at New Orleans, huge swerve. Uh, him going over on the rock. When he debuted, huge swerve. Um, And then him beating Big E, who... Okay. I don't like the New Day. I think it's pretty obvious. We always say it. We run jokes about it. But the New Day's kryptonite is Brock Lesnar. Okay? That is their kryptonite. He single-handedly took out the entire New Day... Championship runs. One in nine seconds and the other one in 11 minutes. I put a stat up the other day on our social media on Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio and Instagram at Sons of Flip Radio. Big E booked, being booked by Vince McMahon, in my opinion, was the worst booked champion I've seen in, I'm going to say, 15, 20 years. <laughs> Horribly booked. Okay. How many times did he defend his title?
0: Not a lot, maybe twice? Three? Twi- oh, okay.
1: Once or twice? He lost on- for sure. Yeah. He lost then- by <laughs> disqualification a couple times. He got pin cleaned once. He he won by disqualification a couple times. The guy had such an unmemorable feud or unmemorable run with the belt that I can't even be happy that he was a champion. Yeah. I, I can't be. And I don't think you can be either. You're a New Day guy. I'm not. His best match was when he lost to Roman Reigns.
0: And, and here's the thing. It, it sucks because it was what it was. Although a lot of people like you know, ourselves, we kind of we seen it coming. Based on the corner that they backed into themselves into when he won it with booking, there were in a lot of places at the time of him waiting for them to go. You know, the draft was coming up, and, you know, we knew Roman. You know, we already were previewing Survivor Series at that time.
1: You, you could have kept um, that belt on Bobby. You absolutely, you, should, you absolutely you have. could have kept the belt on Bobby. Because you guess what? Have, but
0: then the other thing was, is there's no pay per view after Survivor Series, so then you'd have to do stuff on Raw. It's it's just a whole bunch of crazy nonsense. But
1: guess sports. what? Bobby versus versus Roman would have delivered. And if oh, you yeah. and if you had Big E, funny. if you had Big E win at day one and cash in in a real match and beat Bobby clean. On the first day of your new year, but as a result, we got basically a bland episode of Raw with no title changes except the very, very end. But guess what? You made it so obvious that everybody knew it was going to happen. Okay. That the entire day one pay per view was just one big piece of Raw slash SmackDown garbage. Okay. Yes, the opening match was good. You know, I mean, the USO's a new day. It's a tale as old as time. I can tell you it in forty-two different languages. I can do the, some of the matches with you. Me and you can act out some of the matches because we've seen it so many times. Okay, it it delivered. I did
0: like the uh, the way they ended it with the three D. and that that was actually pretty that good. was pretty cool. That was a nice. That was a very nice wrinkle for this. Long feud over the years that they've been going on,
1: which hopefully it, it ends soon. Okay, because I think it's time to finally kill the USO New Day feud. Okay, when when these guys talk about in their promos, they like they always talk about we have so much history together, whether it be the fucking rap battles or whether it be the countless Wait, amount those of rap,
0: those rap battles. Those, those are some of the greatest. Oh, they were hilarious.
1: They were hilarious. I'm just saying, like. They've gotten involved in so many things other than wrestling, but, you know, different promos or the rap battles or just backstage segments or just shit in the ring. Even now you're roping and roaming with it in the bloodline. So it's like they've gone so many different avenues that I hope and I hope and I hope and I hope that this is the end of it. But I can't say that because, again, the tag team division has been completely wiped out. Yep. So I mean I guess we're gonna see it again? I don't know. King Woods should go on his own. Kofi Kingston, go for the Intercontinental Champion. Championship. You know what I mean? Have fun with that. You know? Yeah. Like I mean, everybody knew that the street profits weren't gonna beat rated RKO. You had fucking Migos come out with them who who were like the gods of Atlanta, okay. And you know that they're not going to go over. I mean, you know, the profits are not going to go over on Riddle and and, and uh, Randy Orton. Like, they didn't even need that match. OK, they should have had Charlotte wrestle somebody. OK, they yeah, should have. that
0: that we were missing
1: Charlotte. We were missing Charlotte. You're missing the best women's performer in your company. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it two weeks ago. I'll say it two months ago. I'll say it two years from now. Charlotte is the best woman wrestler in the WWE. Okay? She is better than Becky Lynch, in my opinion. She's better than Bianca Belair. She has everything that you need in in that character. And you don't have her on the first day of your new year. Yeah. Were you upset that Liv Morgan didn't win?
0: Uh, I wanted her to win. I Everybody
1: upset. wanted her to win. Like, oh my
0: god! No, I wasn't upset. I I figured they were either going to do it and then probably do something to put it back on Becky, mm-hmm. or they were going to end it the way they did this week, uh, this past pay per view. So as I,
1: so as I'm swimming through the dirt sheets the other morning, I read that the the only reason why Liv Morgan was in that match and the the reason why the feud ended is because they want to book Becky versus Bianca at WrestleMania. So, Becky versus Bianca at WrestleMania, what does that mean? That means that a SmackDown woman's going to win the Rumble. And the only person I can think of is Sasha Banks.
0: You called that months ago.
1: You know what I mean? Sasha Banks will win the women's battle, will win the women's Royal Rumble, and she will defend, or she will try to go after Charlotte. So, you're going to have Charlotte versus Sasha at WrestleMania, and then you're going to have... Be- Becky versus Bianca It's not going to be 26 seconds Maybe 26 minutes But that's what you're going to have at Wrestlemania So let's just book that shit now okay? That's yeah. that. That's what they're doing the, you, don't,
0: you don't have another woman on Raw That could act, Other than Maria Ripley And she's not in this level Because she hasn't been booked this way So we don't think about her that everything way Everything
1: is based about booking
0: Yeah the only other person that I could see is Rhea Ripley, but that's it. it. Her time is coming gone. So the absolutely, only her time logical is coming um, Answer is Bianca Belair.
1: That's it. That's all that you have,
0: and that's all. But that's a problem. That is a problem. There's there is more. You just choose not to develop those people. That's why I also think that somebody's coming up. There's a void that needs to be filled, and it's a main event talent void. It has to be.
1: The only person that I can see coming up from NXT Correct. women is, is Raquel Gonzalez. Correct. That's but
0: it. You know, I, I can see a scenario where Becky has, and this is maybe putting a rocket on somebody, that, but Becky has a maybe a feud with Raquel if she does come up for a hot minute. Until Bianca comes back into this fold, which, uh, you know, they're, they're doing this three-way thing, I believe, on Monday. Yes. Um, so Bianca, who's only out of this main event picture for a few months, um, is right back in it. She went the way of Roman Reigns and uh, Drew McIntyre, where the guy's riding hot in the main event. He drops the title and you got to keep them relevant so you just drop them to the mid card have
1: them do something to keep them off the scent so it doesn't seem like they're always there at the top didn't then she like win Rey the did back up there yeah didn't she win the survivor series women's match uh yeah yep. uh, she did yeah she did yep I had you, to think about it you had her win that match keep her relevant keep her floating her head above the water have some have some okay spots with Dewdrop, aka piper nevin Show off her strength again, boom! Liv Morgan loses. Here comes Bianca Belair to pick up the to pick up the scraps. Yep, that's it. You, I mean, I, I mean the the money calls for Bianca versus Becky. Um, that's the match. That's what's going to happen. Uh, money calls for Charlotte against Sasha because Bailey's still out. There's nobody else on that company, on that brand of SmackDown that can keep up with Charlotte, in my opinion. Tony Storm sure. could have, but she quit voluntarily She quit on herself. And I think that's um,
0: why there was no Charlotte match. I believe there. Were, yeah. I, I think there was going to be something with her on the pay-per-view or the premium live event. Excuse me. <laughs> and um, I think there those plans obviously were derailed it wasn't time to insert Sasha although they've been working together on the house circuit yes uh, and then he did get hurt but she's okay now mm-hmm. um, so it, it just sucks but there's nobody else that's, that's it. it you know wh- whatever happened to Shotzi she got her two seconds of fame and I'm upset because oh I love me some Shotzi Blackheart um,
1: it's just Shotzi
0: just, oh excuse me yeah. The name police over there.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's just what they do with the name It's fucked up, but yeah. You know what's really funny is you know like we're we're fifty one minutes into the show and you know we've been just babbling about WWE that AW Dynamite last night aired from Newark <clears throat> and we saw a rematch of Hangman against Brian Danielson and. These two guys delivered again. It wasn't wasn't an hour. It was 35 minutes. Um, They both bled crazy. Old school booking. It was one hell of a match. I mean, it's funny because we just had a whole basically Serenity Now escape story time with WWE. Now it's like heaven and hell where the complete opposite is going well. And that is AEW. With some with some of their matches and some of things that they're trying to do, um, I think AEW has been booking some good shows. Yeah you know, they'll have their dud once in a while. But yeah, you know, of course. they do all the things that the WWE is not doing. Okay. Yeah,
0: listen, nobody can be on top every single week. There's just like a regular TV show. Um, you know, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. There's always a lull in this in a in a season. And we're in this all first well, WWE seems like it's been bad seasons forever. But, you know, AEW always has their ebbs and their flows and you know, they were in a lull, obviously the holidays, you know, for everybody's time to kinda of let off the gas a little bit. But now I think they revved it back up with their show last night. And uh, you know, they're they're on their way to revolution, which I believe is next month.
1: Yeah, they're putting a lot of time in this MJF CM Punk feud to where they're actually talking about, they're bringing up the words WrestleMania. They're bringing up a lot of cheap heat and a lot of shooting on WWE. And I kind of feel like that's something that they should stay away from to make themselves different because they can go a lot of different ways with that. A lot of different ways. Like, you don't need to bring up WrestleMania in your promos. You don't need to bring up the other company because you don't need to bring up their releases because that just, yeah, you're pulling, you're pouring gas in the fire, but you're just getting a cheap pop from the crowd. And if you have someone like CM Punk who, you know, is the God of gods with the microphone as some people say, or, you know, the, the voice of the voiceless, you don't need to say that. You really yeah. don't. You don't need to say that. Make fun of MJF because he's from Long Island or make fun of him for a different reason. You don't need to bring up the fact that he can go to the the different company and you can be the buy one get one free pay-per-view ticket event and you'll be released into you don't need to say that. That does nothing. Yeah. That does nothing to your character and that just gives MJF more fuel for his character. And oh, there was then there was talks of actually WWE trying to go after MJF, but that's a different story.
0: And I think they, they they kind of brought that up also, where he I, I think Punk said something to the liking of uh, you know you can go over there for a few years and main event uh, whatever to the of a fourth
1: night of whatever and then get released. So I, I you that's know that's what I, I that, they are that is what he exactly said. Oh, okay, that is what he exactly said. Um. But, I mean, you know, AEW last night, they put a hell of a show on, in my opinion. Uh, Jade Cargill, who is still very green, is your new TBS champion. Um, I think that that tournament was hers before it even started. Um, that. You know, like I said before, she is still very green. She has a lot to learn. She has the look. She has the physique. Um, obviously, her ring skills need to get worked on. There was an horrific injury that happened to Ray Phoenix. He didn't break his arm, he dislocated it really badly apparently.
0: Oh, is that dislocated? But okay, I'll, I'll go with that whatever.
1: No, no, it was it was diagnosed as a dislocated arm.
0: I I seen it, but I'm trying to like
1: uh boy, I keep watching it back in my head. Now. I can't I, e- my- I can't even think about oh, it. God. Um if anybody wants to see it, just go on YouTube and type in Ray Phoenix injury. His arm bends in a very very bad way and it's kind of gruesome but as a result okay. Jurassic Express are your new tag team champions um I now, think, were they
0: supposed to win
1: I think that there was so I think that they were gonna win that match but the way that okay. they won had to get changed I think got it um, because I'm... you can tell from when jungle boy and uh Luchasaurus won that match you can tell on their face that that's not the way that they wanted to win okay so I think that there was um, a different ending to that but unfortunately yeah. it didn't get there because of the injury. I believe it. So I mean let's let's ju- let's think about what we just saw. We saw um b- <laughs> let's think about it. Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar is your WWE champion. Big E is no longer your WWE champion. Who knows what the future is in store for WrestleMania? Who knows who's going to win the Royal Rumble? We have new AEW tag champs. We have a guy almost break his arm. We have a, a- or NXT basically getting washed away, becoming extinct. Now it's the 2.0 era. This yeah. is all in like six days, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? That's what wrestling is all about. That's a lot
0: period of time but that's a still-
1: lot in a short yes. period of time man you know what I mean um now now we're now Royal Rumble is three weeks away three weeks away is the Royal Rumble you know Johnny Knoxville hasn't been the Royal Rumble yeah I've seen that I uh, I don't know what to say to that that's just cheap, a cheap pop for his movie coming out the next week
0: yeah I um, I'm over the uh movie integrations into WWE programming. First we had zombies, then we had an egg, now we have jackasses.
1: That's the entertainment for you. It is. That is the entertainment for you. That is what Vince Man has signed up for.
0: There's you know- always been room for it, so I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, it's it's something new that they're doing. They've always been doing this. But it's just like enough is enough. Yeah. Now, now it's almost like you're pandering. But they get money for it. Like, I, you know, on a business aspect, I get it. From a fan's perspective, it's corny.
1: Yeah, it's very corny. I mean, there's so much... It's funny because there's not enough women wrestlers on the roster to have a full women's Royal Rumble match. You know Yeah.
0: i um, You know, I was thinking about that, too. It's like, dude, I, 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 there's not even, like... Uh, legendary women i mean you know we, we also we're going to see speaking of women you know we have beth phoenix who came out and her hair looked awesome she had a good look i i did pop for that
1: huge. i like that
0: you know i missed the beth phoenix era and uh it's one of the things i'm most disappointed in and i guess seeing cm punk at that time um you know, I'm disappointed. I, I obviously can go back and watch it on the WWE Network or, excuse me, on Peacock um, at any time. But, you know, I know Beth Phoenix is a woman who was ahead of her time for the time period she was in. Better suited for now. Um, but you always mean she's a catalyst to where we are now. So she's important. And it's nice to see that. You know, she's back. She's gonna wrestle and and have a little something going on um, with this feud. And it fits, and you always need something like that. So this Edge, Miz, and Maurice and Beth Phoenix thing, I, I think there's a place for it. They found their place. Um, I'm excited for that.
1: I'm excited for that too. It's nice to see Beth Phoenix come back in the ring because I think that she still has it. Um, I think that yeah, she's she
0: don't, she's only. Maybe Mm forty-one. Mm-hmm. Think uh, I could Google on my phone, but I'm not going to. But
1: you know what I mean. I think that she's gonna swallow Maurice whole in one bite and just annihilate no-brainer. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Of course. Um, I would be very surprised if the Miz and Maurice win that match, but again, you know, I'm not surprised by much. So. I mean, like, who knows? I mean, if I'm this... um, I gave you the Royal Rumble predictions. We gave you everything. The, the the shit that has been going on is just rolling downhill with the WWE. I think that I can definitely say that I think that this is the most confusing time to be a wrestling fan. Because um, you don't know what's coming at you. Because you don't know who's going to be there tomorrow. That's the whole thing. You know what I mean? At the end of this podcast... 17 more wrestlers can be released, and we may be coming back to you next week with a totally different topic. You know what I mean? WWE is in shambles, it needs help. Where are they going to get the help? Who knows? Right. So, I mean, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We'll be coming back to you next week with a brand new episode of Sons of Flip Radio. Uh, in In the meantime, You can follow Serenity now and Sanity later. Uh, In the meantime, you can follow us on all social media outlets. We are on Instagram at Sunset Foot Radio, along with Facebook at Sunset Foot Radio, Twitter at Sunset Foot Radio. You can email us at.
0: (coughs) Sorry. Uh, (coughs)
1: Hold on okay
0: sunset flip podcast at gmail.com
1: i set you up with the perfect one and you kind of i know yeah (laughs) yeah
0: literally literally choked
1: Yeah. yeah um again we have shirts for sale you can buy a shirt the the podcast studio has been cluttered with stuff from downstairs in my house because me and my wife pulled up some carpets and the studio is kind of filled with some stuff that's not wrestling related. I'll just give you a couple hints. There's a vacuum. There is a, uh, a basket of blankets. There is some pillows. And there's a lot of other stuff that's not wrestling related. But that's because we're getting new floors soon. So uh, as I'm sitting in the studio alone, yet I'm surrounded by a lot of clutter. I feel like the clutter is one. So I'm not by myself right now. Right.
0: Just Which make sure cheaper. you clean the garage, so yeah. Uh, oh,
1: dude, that garage is filled, dude. There's shit in there now. We took the couches, and they're in there. Hey, dude, there's that garage is filled. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, that garage is overflowing with stuff. Because uh, we're getting we're getting the floors resurfaced, but that's for a, a different topic. But um, no, again, yeah, again, um, to listen to us like you are now, we're our, we are on all major. Um, outlets for where you got your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, you name it, we're there. Um, I'm sure we're in other ones. If you just type in Sunset Flip Radio on Google, I'm sure they'll give you different websites, but those are the five main ones that we're on. Um, we might be on Audible. I think we are on Audible too.
0: Because if you're on Amazon Music, you're on Audible.
1: Yeah, I think we're on Audible. So add Audible to that list. This is technically the 95th episode of Sons of Flip Radio, even though it's going to say 94 on our uh, on our um, wherever you listen to us because we did a special Instagram episode last week, and thank you for everyone that listened to that. Um, I think only six people viewed live, but we have a lot more views uh, after we aired it, so thank you for that. Um, in the meantime, we'll be coming back to you next week with a brand-new episode. We may be having a guest on the show, and we're going to keep that. Uh, as a cliffhanger for next week We may be having a special guest Coming on the podcast Not next week But hopefully in a couple weeks It's a really big announcement for us We we made a, we made a pretty good deal uh, Last night uh, We're just waiting on the details To close that That'll be really interesting And um, as always in the meantime I'm the $100 man Thomas Lisi Always join with the most handsome dad On the phone Normally in the room Mr. Alex Drayton Hey Hey, We are Sons of Flip Radio Serenity now Insanity Radio. later We will see you next week Peace, love, and wrestling And as always, take care Later